welcome to the Hellyhead Show. This is episode number 50. I am your host, Skids, and with me is old Gooch. What up, my friends? <laughs> uh, we've got lukewarm hands. Yo, yo. And we've got Maynard. Here again for a good time. Yes, sir. And we've got Sherman Martin on the show. What's up, everyone? Yeah. Oh man, episode fifty, you guys! How in the world are we still here? Five. Oh, magic! Big five. Oh. Magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> magic. Magic. Uh, jobs. My goodness, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, are people still listening? I don't even know anymore. Mm, know. Should we call them and ask? You know, I mean, like the whole statistics and whatever. I could call and ask. I don't even look at that stuff. Is that horrible or what? I don't even care. <laughs> Hey, we're here. Yeah. I mean, Hit the button. It could, I mean, it could be like five people listening and we're doing the show for them. So it's cool. Hey, a couple dozen <laughs> of something, right? <laughs> Mr. Japan guy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. You guys want to get started? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We'd like to thank everyone for downloading the stream and listening to our podcast. Thank you very much to each and every one of you. Gooch, why don't you, uh, or I'm sorry, Maynard, why don't you kick it off for us? What'd you do this past two weeks? Uh, what did I do this last two weeks? Well, I skipped out yesterday with you guys. I had a, had a little, a couple mm. things going on. I couldn't break out. I know you guys were mad at me. Handcuffed to the bed, probably. Nah, just a bunch of other crap going on. Um, and then what the heck happened last week? Yeah, I don't know. What the heck was last week? Everything you was, were gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I was on the trip, yeah. Yeah, and nobody was around again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It was fourth of July. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So dead zone for me again. Jeez. I know I'm horrible at this. Chris I'm was like, you need he was telling me yesterday, he's like, Maynard needs to get his shit together. Yeah. Like every well, week I literally he's like, oh, I haven't been flying. I literally told him I need to go to his house and work out, you know, getting my one electric going again. What's I told him that? I need to kinda play back and forth with his uh ESC and see what's going on with mine and Oh I, that- I, yeah, I still never got that whole thing worked out. I keep uh. telling him I need to you know, yeah. borrow stuff from him to see what the deal is, you know, figure out what's my actual culprit here. Yeah. So, uh, and he keeps, I don't know. Well, so we'll figure you it need out. To, you need to hit up uh, Eagle yeah. Drift and have them do like a custom wine for you. Well, no, I, I, I really don't know that that's the problem. I, I need to sit down and literally test everything. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to bring my crap to work until uh chris to bring you know his stuff in and uh i'll, I'll just figure it out after work one day because trying to figure out a day to meet up and do all that it's gonna be a pain so so he mentioned that he might fly to urcha um why don't you do the same i'll carry you guys stuff up there yeah um uh, i mean maybe if, if the flight's not you know four hundred dollars yeah maybe you know we'll see what is that yeah, one uh, gooch that flies for like ninety nine bucks or something silly? 
Well, there's the uh, the new uh, Spirit is one, um, Breeze yeah. Airways. That one gets you, I think, to Ohio for like 80 bucks, 70 bucks each way. Wow. You know, it's like super cheap. Yeah, but then I have to drive five hours from Ohio. That's true. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it's better than 14 hours, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, but... It's a know. direct flight, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a pain. That's well, what yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I told him I would carry his helicopters for him. I, I think that was yeah, part yeah. of his concern. I was like, whatever, man, I'm driving, so I'll, yeah. I'll just take your stuff, and, you know, it'll be there when you get yeah. there. All right. Well, I'll look into flights. Um, but yeah, we were actually talking today. We're definitely going to do um, extravaganza. Nice. Um, and then uh, we'll figure out the rest of them. But I de- yeah, I definitely want to do extravaganza and um, winter bash. So yeah, that'd be fun. Um, we all yeah, need to try and make so. it there if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's a date. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to get. Yep. We'll have to fly Gooch down. Yeah. I told you that I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I told you it's it's up there because it's going to be if it's the same first week of December, give or take, it'll be my birthday. So yeah, I'll be able to to get away from the cold weather and come down for a couple of days. Yeah, snowbird. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's it. We got got no Scotty Love, so Gooch, you're up. Me? Oh man! Well, I did do some stuff on like Maynard. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, you know, just pointing it out that you got you know zero zilch nada zero. But but you are a hundred percent entertainment though. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's good for something. Yeah, you know, it counts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. So I got to fly uh, last monday last week you know because we had fourth of july and fifth of july was the day off and i actually went down and got like 15 flights believe it or not whoa um Mm -hmm. i think i got uh total was about i think it was five if i'm not mistaken five on the genesis and then 10 on the kraken electric Mm. so that kraken electric is uh seeing some some love lately yeah uh, I managed somehow to hit hold, inverted about 10 feet or less off the ground on the Kraken Electric. <laughs> uh, managed to flip it over, and while I'm flipping it, I also got out of hold. It spooled up, but it already made impact with the ground. It <sighs> bounced off the ground and uh, continued to fly for 10 seconds as I brought it around in a inverted hurricane. And landed it and realized that my blades were literally half cracked. Like, they were just shredded. So, good thing Todd Dudek was there to save my rear end. And he gave me a set of blades. So, I owe Todd a drink. Um, But, yeah, I got some, some flights. And the only thing, I guess worth noting other than the uh bounce of the ground was that um i think i'm seeing some a little bit of a vibration in the cgy 760 on the genesis mm. so i went this past week i actually went from the dampener setup on the fly mount on the genesis to the hard mount where it's just got the uh copper little copper bushings that Why makes it that? pretty much I don't know because it only does it at high head speed. 
like well, all well, my low head speed, it's no problem. Weren't and, you saying something about that the CGY 750 isn't quite, doesn't like to be on rubberized mounts like that though or something? Or? Yeah, I think there's, you know, they're a little bit more uh, resistant to vibration. And I think those dampeners, if anything, it might just not play right with the, the setup, I mean, the algorithms and everything in the CGY 760. Because I think, uh, talking with Kyle, and I've seen it somewhere else online mentioned that it's, you know, it's kind of one of those things where for the, uh, with the CGY 760, you just don't use those uh, rubber mounts. And I think Kyle said that there's other people that had the same issue where they just went to uh, a hard mount and it was fine. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, so did that. Um, I did uh, get the 105 from uh, Mike Sobe. And uh, I actually uh, freshened it up with uh, rear bearing and a new piston. And it's now in the Kraken Nitro because um, I asked Kevin, I said, should I put the 105 in the Kraken Nitro? And he said, you dummy, of course. Uh, how could you show up to a heli- helicopter phone fly without a 700 Nitro? And I'm like, good point. I did say that. Yeah. And uh, so I did that. So now it's pretty much ready. Uh, we're going to have to, uh, so to speak, take it easy, break it in a little bit, and then uh, give it a whirl. At the fun fly, so take it easy. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's you know it, it, I have a hard time. Todd Dudek always gives me a hard time because he'll be like, "You can just take it easy on it," and I'm doing flips off the bat. So mm-hmm. there's no such thing. So right. yep. And the last thing, the last victim that I have on the table here is the 580 Nitro, which I need to put on a um, antenna mount back on it. Since somebody, not to mention any names, was doing a hurricane and it decided to leave, leave the, the airframe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not, not mentioning any names who would you know had, be capable of such things. Had to be Maynard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because my think- name is associated with hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> Fast hurricanes. Yeah. Uh... So yeah, um, I, I tried putting on like a, you know, the the Mikado. Uh, antenna mounts and it's just i don't know it just doesn't seem right so hmm. uh it was kind of rub it was you know it's a uh, one of those like flat mounts and it's rubbing against the canopy i'm like um, i just ordered uh, a mount and i'm gonna go with this so hmm. so got that Ooh, i did do a bad thing today oh i picked up two sticks of fully max batteries Ooh, hey so I know Kyle is probably like, yay. Um, yep. So unfortunately, I couldn't find the 5,000s because I was going to get a stick of 5,000s and a stick of 5,600s. And what I end up doing is I just got two sticks of 5,600s for the Genesis. So because I, I really, I'm trying to get two new sticks, put them on the uh, battery trays and CG it. And be just specific for the Genesis. I mean, I could fly in the Kraken Nitro. I don't think it's going to, or the, the Kraken Electric is no big deal, but I want to CG it for the Genesis on the tray, if that makes sense. Do they have 7S, like 4500 style batteries? No, I think right now it's just 6S, but, you know, I mean, because it's, I think they're just very unique. They're just trying to corner that market of 5000s, you know, 6S, 5000s. Um, I think the 5600s, uh, more or less, are 
you know, for sport flying or Nick Maxwell uses them for his F3C too. Mm. So I'm hoping with 5600s in the Genesis, I'll get, you know, a crap ton of flying time, you know, in off of one pack at lower head speed. Yeah. I'll probably be able to get 10 minutes plus. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think, like right now, I was running 5,000s. I was flying my routine in six minutes, 30 seconds, and I still had about 10%, 15% extra battery capacity left before I got down to 20%. Nice. So cool. I think the 5600 is the ticket. Yeah. I mean, weight is not really an issue really per se for the F3C. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's all about more flight time is better. So yeah. if anything, it'll help, right? In that, in yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, that was my, my, my bad thing this week okay. was I got some new bats. Nice. The, Flor- the Florions were just not cutting it anymore. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yep. So, yeah, other than that, I'm getting ready for the fun fly. Um, we freshened up the competition. Um, the competition certificates with some logos on there so um that should be fun hopefully by the time this airs we'll have information for the next uh podcast to talk about the fun yeah. fly so i'm excited to talk about the 3d competition and who gets involved hopefully they uh we already have three names but i don't want you to give those out because anything could change yep. um but uh yeah i'm really excited about uh talking about that at a later date so we have three amateur guinea pigs. Yes. And I definitely just voluntold them slash asked for, <laughs> I asked them for a favor. So, yep. So that's about it. Awesome. That's it for me. All right, Kyle, what you got, buddy? Uh, last time you guys were recording, I was out of town. I went up to Connecticut to go visit my girlfriend, Olivia, hang out with her for a little bit. Uh, haven't been able to see her as much lately, at least for the past year or so, because of all the COVID crap going on. So, took a quick flight up there, hung out with her. It's good to good to see her and hang out, and you know, get away from the Florida humidity for a yeah. little bit of a long weekend, and you know, just get out for a little bit. So, nice. good to see her. And then, uh, as far as everything else goes, uh, BK Hobbies slash SAB has decided to sponsor Urcha this year. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to have a big old tent there for all of our team guys to pit in and hang out, and uh, it's going to be good, man. I'm so excited. I haven't been to Urcha since uh, 2019. I didn't go last year, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it this year. It'll be fun. Be good to see everyone and kind of see what see what the turnout is like, because I heard through the the grapevine that last year wasn't too crazy. I don't know. Uh Um, Any of you guys go? Well, it was like sub two hundred people, I think. Right. I mean, they said they had the great t- a great time, but you nice. know, but when you when you're somebody who's been to Urcha in 2011, 2012, you know, like two hundred people is that's pretty nothing. Small. <laughs> yeah. Well, I we'll never get back to those, but if we get yeah. a few hundred dudes there, it'd be fun. So I think yeah, I think it may be more to be honest. You think so? I think so. I, I think, think this year people, people being are like locked up. Work. Yeah, they're tired of being locked up. So yeah, so I think it'll be good. And I got roped into slash agreed to slash voluntold slash everything to do the Battle of the Brands competition. What? Yes. 
get to compete, see if I still remember how to fly to music. And, uh, <laughs> see how that goes. Can you talk but, about it at all? Yeah. Like who else is going or are going to... I know a little bit. I don't know if any of it's public, so I'm going to tell you guys afterwards. But okay. um, I think they're changing it up a little bit, which is cool. Hmm. They're also uh, changing up some stuff with the event, which would be nice. One thing, I don't want to give it all away, but they've come up with an idea to help include the guys that don't really have a crew to hang out with and the first-time Urcha goers. So for any of you guys listening out there that are thinking about going, but none of your homeboys are going or you don't know who to hang out with, don't worry. Urcha's got you covered, but I don't want to give it away because it's a cool idea. Awesome. Yeah, good for them for, you know, being inclusive and helping people feel comfortable there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, Florida got a hurricane, which was lame, thankfully. It was just yeah. some <laughs> some strong rain for like six and a half days straight. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know any better, I think we just got some rain. That's about it. You were like, just let it go. Yeah, no big deal. I wanted to fly, but, you know, just rained for six days. So it's a terrible no big joke. <laughs> God, uh, you're terrible. Super. Anyway. All right. I'm lame, too. All right. Sherman, what you been up to, buddy? Of course, we're going to dig into you, but anything this past week? Uh, Past week, um, I've inspected my gasser a little bit. Um, Trying to figure out how to fix it. Uh, Taking measurements and stuff to fix it. Um, Did went to a water park with the kids, went to the beach. Um, ordered some bearings for my helis, and that's about it, to be honest. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't have a whole lot to report either, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, all of last week, I was out with the family, and we went to Gatlinburg. And, uh, man... <sighs> I don't know how many of you have been to Gatlinburg in the past, like, I don't know, 10 years, but it's basically Myrtle Beach in the mountains. And while, yes, we had a great time, it sucked. Like, traffic freaking blows. So, I, again, I don't know if you guys have been there recently, but it's freaking murder trying to get around, especially over a holiday weekend. The place was packed. It was crawling with people. and um, But we still had a really great time. So, basically, we kind of just more or less did one, you know, big thing, uh, downtown Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge, you know, whatever. And then went back to where we were staying and, and did the pool in the afternoon kind of stuff, more or less to, to sort of like break things up and, you know, whatever. But, um, it was, again, it was, a, it was a great time. Uh, but man, it was just overrun with people. It was insane, but it's, it really is Myrtle beach in the mountains. I mean, like they have all of like, you know, Ripley's aquarium and Ripley's believe it or not. And all, all that, you know, type of gimmicky stuff that you get you know, at Myrtle beach. Oh. And, um, but you know, we, we did, uh, you know, some putt putt stuff and whatever, which was really cool. You actually ride this, uh, like cable car type thing up to the top of the mountain and then you you work your way down more or less like on the side of a mountain you work your way down and hmm. uh that was it was really cool and of course it had everything you know decorated in that like old miners type 
you know, stuff with barrels and wagons and, you know, whatever else is and stuff. But uh, it was super cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, but after a week, I was ready to come home. I was definitely like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm ready to get back. And oddly enough, um, uh, I think I got a message on Saturday or maybe it was Friday. But at any rate, uh, Chris Nutt was like, uh, all right, who's flying? Who's flying? I was like, well, the soonest I could do it was Sunday. And I was really just like at this point thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to. <laughs> you know how that goes, Daniel. <laughs> and uh, yep. so uh, I was like, uh, Sunday is probably going to be my day. And I didn't say anything right away. Of course, we got back here Saturday, me and the wife. The kids are still with grandma and grandpa, which is awesome. And, um, and of course, that frees me up to go to Ohio uh, this next weekend. But uh, so basically, you know, uh, we got home Saturday and I was like, so what you doing tomorrow? <laughs> and the wife was like, absolutely nothing. I was like, sweet. I'm going flying. She's like, perfect. So, uh, you know how it is though, before a fun fly, you're not supposed to go fly, right? Like it's usually kind of, it's, kind of, yeah, it's kind of that unspoken rule, right? And you just don't yeah. do it. If you want something to fly, the fun fly. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, uh, I definitely, I feel I flew conservatively. Um, I was trying not to, uh, get too low and whatever. There was a few times I got a little low, but, um, but I, yeah, I was like, please don't crash. Please don't crash. But I did fly about four times. It was so freaking hot. I don't know about you guys up North there or whatever, but dude, Saturday and Sunday were freaking hot. And, um, but we're it's out. been muggy up here too. Yeah, I, th- I but think you're saying that. Saturday for the main event here is showing it's going to be like seventy-seven degrees. Crazy. <laughs> so I don't know about the mugginess. It might be a little bit on the the humid side, but still, it's going to be. It's looking like it's going to be low eighties, sub eighties on Saturday. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we did, man. We went out there. Uh, Josh Smetenko was out there. Doc, who we call Doc. Um, he was out there uh, really early because um, he had gotten off work. And, um, you know, him working third shift, you know, whatever. He, you know, got out sometime in the morning and got his stuff together and went out to the field and flew. Uh, I did get to fly his last battery on his 580. He was like, I'm way too tired to do this. He's like, well, you fly it. And, um, and I did. And... Uh, I'm going to tell you, you know, between him and Ben, like those dudes, I might pitch them a bunch of shit, but their stuff flies freaking dimed. It's freaking amazing. Like just even in a hover, like you can tell it's going to freaking fly better than, well, it flies better than my stuff. I can tell you that. And, um, but they spend a lot of time tuning and, you know, where, me, I get like a little kid and I'm like, fuck it, it's good enough. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? And you just get out there and start banging sticks. But uh, but yeah, I just all I did was like a stationary pirouette, like right out the gate, and was making like minor corrections. I was like, God, this thing's freaking just it's dialed, you know? And um and I I didn't even hold back. I was doing pirouetting loops with it and whatever else, and um uh, it, man, it just it flies so good. I really, I miss my 580 now. I'm like, shit, I gotta get mine back together, especially before Urcha. So get ready, Kyle. Um, yeah, buddy. 
So I need to get that guy back going. Um, but all I took was the orange raw with me. That was it. I didn't take the, I didn't, well, I call it Godzilla because it's pretty, pretty mean. Um, but uh, the, the hurricane bird, I left it home and um, I just took the orange raw and. Uh, I don't need my blood pressure to go through the roof yeah. today. Well, how can you really open it up at the field that I fly at? You know what I mean? Oh, you mean a tub? Flying yeah, in a tub? Exactly. Yeah, it's like flying <laughs> a, a fishbowl. But, um, Are you bringing that up to Ohio? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be good. Yeah. We need some trimming. We got some trees way back. You know, well, they need a good trimming. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've already put it out there. Those guys better bring their diapers. So, <laughs> you know, it's but gonna be awesome. <laughs> We're gonna need to, to hold that one back until Saturday. Well, I, I don't think it'll be there until Friday evening, so I won't have any oh, hellies right. until then. So, um. Yeah, thank you, Eric, by the way. We're, we're, Eric and I are going to meet up tomorrow in Columbia, and Ben actually is going to drive over from Greenville because he's working at the, um, the shop, the maintenance shop uh, at the airport there that they have going on in Greenville. Uh, so he's been there the last week or two. And so we're all going to meet up in uh, Columbia and go to this place called Rushes. And um, Eric's never been, Ben's never, uh, did Ben go? Uh, Maybe me and Ben have gone, uh, but anyway, they have like the best hot dogs. So we're we're gonna go grab some of those and and you know just hang out. And I'm gonna pass my helicopters to Eric because he and Mike Lawrence are gonna drive to Ohio. And um, because I'm flying, uh, I didn't really want to deal with mailing them and whatever. So I said, hey, you know, why don't we meet up? And Eric was more than happy to do so. So thank you very much. Um, so. They will be there probably, like I say, Friday afternoon, I think, somewhere in, in there. But uh, um, what else has been going on? So uh, something big did happen. Um, it hasn't been fully announced. I'm not sure if I should say anything. Should I say anything? Yes. I guess. How big is it? <laughs> <laughs> At least eight to ten inches. Mm. Jesus. Hi. Um, He's. Yeah. Go ahead. He's getting big. <laughs> He's, He's getting big. big. <laughs> He's getting big. I need to you lay know? off the freaking cheeseburger. Yeah. So um, <laughs> He's doping. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, so I did make a very, very difficult decision. And, um, uh, you know, I've been with Shannon Only Fine Hellies for not quite a year. It's been almost a year. I think Modown would have made a year. Um, but... Uh, Nothing wrong with the team. I, I they're they're amazing people on the team. It was it was a lot of fun to be a part of that team. Uh, I I do owe Mike Sobe thanks for uh, you know helping sort of initiate that. Um, but uh, Scott did not offer <laughs> really to be on the BK Hobbies team because he knew I was on Only Fine Hellies. But I kind of I kind of started talking to him one day and 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 I said you know what if and. Uh, and he's like, well, you know what you have to do? And I was like, yeah, I know what I have to do. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did. I ended up resigning with Only Fine Hellies and moving over to BK Hobbies because, you know, I fly. Oh, snap. Yeah, so we're, we're now what's new in SAB. Uh, right. BK Podcast version 2.0. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people are worried about that. But for me, 
I I still on the podcast. It's very much about keeping it real. I'm not going to do the whole. You know what I mean? For me, like the sponsorship is sort of separate from the podcast. We've been doing this for a long time, and I'm going to do my best to not definitely, you know, get into that whole, you know, keeping quiet about true feelings of products. And you know what I mean? I don't think that we should be. That's kind of why we're here. But at any rate. Uh, I'm super excited to be a part of the team, and um, like I say, all my friends are on that team, and uh, it just made sense to do so. So uh, I'm very stoked to be on it. So, didn't you say that's like, this is the first time we've been on the same team, right? Yeah, yeah. In how many years now? I mean, mentor protege part two. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, now we're just samesies. Samesies, yeah. yeah. Well, so. Well, congratulations, Kevin. Yeah, you thank go. you very much. Yeah. There you go. But um, it's going to be awesome. I need to learn those fast hurricanes from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris was working on them this weekend, so you know. Ooh, is he yeah. trying to? I heard he tanked one hard too. Uh, did he? He said he dumped them one really good. Oh, but it didn't crash though. Oh, I thought he said he did crash it. Um. He said he dumped them one really bad. Yeah, but he didn't crash though. Oh, yeah, he he, he saved it, but yeah, it was like one of those moments where you, he was like, he was like, oh shit, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, he said like, something about he just totally went pitched the wrong way, and yeah, uh, but he didn't crash. Uh, okay. though. he didn't crash. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I was I was elbow deep in a in a car when he was telling me, and I kind of wasn't paying attention to the whole story. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, so it. I missed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he he almost put it in. Um, yeah, I got but, you. Uh, he saved it. So nice. Um, but well, yeah, he he and that five fifty are dialed, man. Like he. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he likes around. that five fifty size. He does, and I mean, he he had that thing easily going over a hundred this weekend. I mean. So why don't so. you have a hurricane t- contest with him? So you know, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion. I yeah. think at Heli Extravaganza, just putting it out yeah. there, everybody can sh- share their opinions. But obviously, that's where me and Alex are gonna we're gonna finish this off once and for all. I think we should just have <laughs> a all out. Anybody give it a go, and let's just see who the real king is. Anybody <laughs> can give it a shot. Well, I mean, I you know? just FYI, I did buy a GPS. The I think yeah. it's the same thing as uh, Alex that he had that I destroyed. Yeah. So I did buy one, and okay. I think that well, me and Jay are going to play with it in Ohio. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think there needs to be some sort of like distance parameters mapped out so it can be the same. Because if one person's doing an eight mile hurricane and the other person's only doing a quarter mile, it's going to be skewed. Uh, I I tend to believe you. Um, I yeah. don't know how true that is, but I I yeah. it makes sense. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, so I, that's my whole point is like, now I have a unit of my own so I can kind of practice, uh, getting used to flying bigger hurricanes like that because I don't fly them that big. And, you know, Alex was really stretched out. And so I, you know, and of course he got a reading every time I think. And so I, I'm just going to have to learn how to do it that way. And so right out the gate, you know, it's kind of like without com- sound like I'm complaining, but you know, I was already at a disadvantage because that's not how I do them, you know? So I'm going to have to kind of refigure out how to do these hurricanes on a, on a larger map, like you say. And, um, 
you know, get used to that. So, so yeah, we're going to do a couple runs at, uh, at Ohio there and see, you know, what we come up with and, uh, you know, get ready for hell extravaganza. But I think that, you know, whoever wins, I think they should take on Chris. Yeah. You know, <laughs> corners. Sorry, Chris, Cor- you're, you're in it now. He's like, I can't do them inverted. I'm like, you better learn. So <laughs> figure it out. Get on the well, sim. Yeah, it's really hard to, like I say, to do them super fast at at CRCS here because it is a, a big bowl, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's gonna need to practice somewhere because uh, I think I just called him out. He takes winter, so no, well, there it is. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I've got. Uh, I think that's it. But, um, yeah. So let's move into the next thing. What we got? What we got is what is hot? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. All right, wow. Do it again. Do it again. It needs, it needs, it. Some, it needs some gut in there. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. Hang on. Let me, let me prop myself up for this. stand up. <laughs> <laughs> What is hot? There it is. That's much better. <laughs> Make Scott proud. All right. Oh man. Okay, I'm ready now. I'm I'm 100. So feeling it. Feeling it. Bullets galore. No, not really. Three. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna save the last, uh, the best for last, and the last is last. Okay. So first thing, uh, did you guys see the new mini T-Rex, Helly? Yeah. So a little picture. A little yeah. bit of an OMP ish. Uh, I think it's a little lumpish. Yep. Lumpish, yeah. Mm. I'm hoping actually OMP might be at the fun fly. So that would be cool. Mm. But yeah, Mini T Rex is coming out with a, you know, looks like an M2 size yeah. uh, aligned T Rex. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Tiny thing. Yeah. Direct drive looks like it, right? Well, in the pictures there, too, it, they were showing a Futaba radio. So, obviously, <laughs> I'm assuming that they're going to keep theirs on the Spectrum Futaba format. I mean, th- that goes yeah. without saying, right? But, yeah. you know. Yeah. Usually, that's how it is, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's right up Gucci's alley. Yeah. No, change- dude. Like, I can't. I, I cannot. I've tried. I, I literally bought a Fireball. I just... 700 even my 580 nitro really doesn't get flown as much i love flying it there's something about small helis i just can't do it i think you need to try this one and the reason i say that is i i know part of your reasons why you don't like small helis Mm -hmm. but i think with this one i think it sort of debunks all of those problems and i i've heard that that the omp2 is definitely like the one to have of any Mm -hmm. micro out there Okay, I'll 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 think about it. Okay. How about that? There you go. Okay, since it's Ohio <laughs> model products, I guess I I better support a company I, from Ohio. You kind of should. Yeah, you know, just give it nor here nor there. <laughs> okay, so the T the mini T Rex. Yep. The next thing I have is the new uh, stands V control stands from Absolute CNC. Yeah. Gregor coming out with more products. There it is. So I, you know, I think Sherman mentioned earlier that you know they were sold out before he even finished manufacturing them, which is so awesome. Good for him. Yeah. yeah, so good for him. So if you are looking for a stand that kind of 
get your radio at an, a better angle so you could actually see the screen and not have to be right over it you know when you're like on the ground or even on the uh the desk at at home or something like that you know check it out absolute cnc v control stands so that was pretty cool and the last thing how many of you have seen the big news <laughs> big news big news big 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 yep. new heli pilot on the scene mm-hmm. yep or plane pilot <laughs> it's a planker baby yeah. uh the worst nightmare well congrats to the Graham family for welcoming yeah. a new baby Absolutely. kate tavish kate tavish. So, congrats, scott. congratulations scott yep so that is about as hot as gonna get this week mm-hmm. so yep yeah once again you know it's just it's it's trink- it's like a lot of products new products but they're slowly coming through so yeah i'll blame it on covid that's all yeah, i, I, I kind of wonder yeah. if urcha if we'll see any big reveals you know yeah maybe maybe you never know kind people might have been holding some some things out for it that used to be a big venue for for popping things up you know yeah. you never know so some people i'm excited stuff out but yeah, yeah i think you know covid definitely screwed a few things up so we'll have to see but things are coming back now it's it's getting we're almost back to normal yeah (laughs) i'm hoping mainers stay positive buddy (laughs) don't take a turn to negative town yeah (laughs) that's what we keep you around you know that right yeah yeah being absolutely positive yeah so that's it that is it for what is hot all right Well, if nobody has anything else to add, we'll take a short break and be right back. And now, Soul Searching with Shoe. What's up, everybody? What's up, dude? I hope everybody's having. Hey, I hope everybody's having a good evening. Mm-hmm. What's up, Eric? Yeah, I'm just hanging out. I was downstairs a minute ago and rubbing Jen's leg and her feet like I, you know, normally do. Leg, <laughs> legs up, plural. She's got more than one. Um, <laughs> we was laying around. I got to thinking, you know, people in this situation. Every once in a while, they start hearing like some Marvin Gaye tunes playing in the background. You know, while I'm sitting there. And, Next thing you know, some stuff happens. And, well, our buddy Scott Graham probably did that before. Here we are. <laughs> now we got an extra kid running around a flying field. Mm-hmm. I'm a new Uncle E today. I think we ought to throw a big shout out to Scott. <laughs> Uncle O.E. <laughs> yeah. <woo-woo. laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting ready to go on a big trip. Can't wait. Heading down to pick up the yellow missile old kevin mcgrady's tomorrow night. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna transport that bitch up to south gun or I, I still can't even spell that 
I try to date a lot, you know, like cut neck, a stand, witness date. I can't do it. Four syllables, I think, really just blows it on out the water. Um, so, like I said, you know, on the facial book, it's north, what, north Jackson, South Connect, stand, hell, fucking Canada, wherever. That's where we're going this week. That's it. I'm taking the missile. Kevin, <laughs> you were really with me on the whole diet thing for a while, and then you told me to meet you at Rushes. Mm-hmm. Rushes. I figured out what that place was. I looked it up. That's death in a little stand, <laughs> all the cholesterol, and everything that my heart doctor says I do not need. Meet you there, Eric. We'll try to kill you before you get there. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to load that thing up. We're going to throw it in the car. We're going to head to Canada up there in Gucci land. See where he's at up there. Uh, it'll it'll be a fun trip. It's gonna be brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be seventy seven degrees. Mm. Seventy seven degrees. I'll bring my jacket. Um, <laughs> hey, there's one thing I do need when I get there. Once I carry the land missile up there, and everybody gets the shit scared out of them at that fun fly too. Um, <laughs> when I pull up, whatever that might be, maybe ten or eleven o'clock. If somebody just had me one stiff vodka drink, that'd be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and then I'll see y'all Saturday morning, I suppose, to hang out for all of about twelve or fifteen hours, and then blow it back to North Carolina. Be a yeah. crazy trip. <laughs> um, but I can't wait to get up there and see everybody. We'll have Hell a good yeah. time. Absolutely. Uh, that's all I got. All right. We have uh, Eric Shoe, everybody. Yeah, the everybody, be, be real careful, you know, whenever you're rubbing your wife's legs, if we can take anything away from this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out for the land missile. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And in Canada, man, Canada's a long way away. I've only ever been up to Cedar Point and looked at Canada, and I think I'm <laughs> passing that this weekend. <laughs> I'll see y'all there. Can't wait to see everybody. Have a good one. Night, night. Bye, everybody. See y'all. Well, see thanks, man. See you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Land missile. Good luck. <laughs>welcome back you guys uh this evening we have a very special guest with us uh, tonight we have sherman martin and uh thank you very much sir for coming on the show and uh we're gonna do a little uh get to know it first so uh who's kicking that off by the way Hmm. is that gooch yeah you know you want me to do it i'll I'll jump in do it with two left shoes on <laughs> two left shoes <laughs> so let's start with some personal questions such as sherman where are you from and what do you do well i'm from maryland and i am a plumbing estimator slash project manager so basically i'm at a desk all the time and uh, every now and then I'll visit some job sites and uh, try to keep up with everybody. Nice. So you like looking at plumbing? 
Yeah, yeah, looking at plans mostly. So my eyes are basically uh, big as can be by the end of the day. Mm. Nice, nice. I was trying to make that funny, but it didn't work. But uh, yeah, you, you, did, <laughs> sorry. you did a poor job with that one. <laughs> yeah. You like pipes? You like you, pipes? You should have asked them how much pipe handles in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm experienced at laying the pipe down. I actually started out as a plumber for several years, so oh, oh, okay. I know how to lay down. So you're He's a pipe player from right back. He's experienced <laughs> in cleaning pipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you a veteran too, Sherman? What's that? Were you in the military? I was not. Okay. That's I was for some, for some reason I thought you were uh, you were in, in the army, but I'm not. Sure. I wasn't sure. Cool. Most of my family, but not me. Mm. It's okay. Not everybody's cut out to be in the army. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, uh, Sherman. Is this your first podcast, or have you been on it with anybody else? This is my first podcast. Yes. All right. Pop wow. that cherry. Suck it, free fall. <laughs> <laughs> Got the inside scoop. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Sherman, other than RC Helis, what other hobbies do you like to enjoy? Well, um, cars, automotive. Um, that was my biggest thing for years and years and years was building cars, restoring cars, modifying cars, going fast. And uh, I got into bikes, but I couldn't control myself, so I sold them. Mm, good choice. <laughs> then, mm-hmm. then I got into uh, building things that go pew, which is uh, really fun. And um, you need to exercise your you know, Second Amendment and look out for everybody. And I think it's an important thing and it's fun to build them so mm-hmm. fun to shoot them as well. nice now are just out of curiosity are you close to uh dan Murnane in maryland there so i'm in west virginia now oh. but uh i'm about an hour and a half from dan Murnane. okay mm-hmm. gotcha okay all right. Well, I tell you what, speaking of Dan Renane, let's uh, move into some hobby stuff. And uh, how did you get into the hobby? Well, my dad got me into RC helis when, uh, or RC airplanes when I was probably about nine years old, I would say. I started off, uh, you know, with a trainer that we built, you know, it was an ARF. And then shortly after i got into competing with uh pattern planes oh wow and and uh one day we came to the field and there was this guy just beating the living hell out of a nitro helicopter it was it was freaking amazing i'd never seen anything like it before um helis weren't popular at all back then so it, it was just amazing and uh I, I we talked to the guy he was actually a team pilot for miniature aircraft. Um, he was flying a XL sixty SE one thousand four, I believe. Wow! And he was he was just he was really good, and I, I wanted one. Me and my dad went to the hobby shop, and uh, we seen how expensive it was, and uh, we decided I couldn't get a heli. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Years later, um, you know, I got my own job, started making my own money. And uh, in 2007, 
I actually tried to get in the helis. Um, it was about the beginning of YouTube, I believe, like when the videos were like probably 240p, I think. <laughs> and uh, I looked up RC helis and uh, there was the Ion X coming out. Mm, and I, I, that I, just, yeah. I just wanted that heli so bad. So uh, I, I, I think it was Marcus Kim was flying them and Bert was as well. and. Uh, I went ahead and like a dummy, I was like, I'm getting me a 90 size electric. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. I bought an INX. I fitted it with the best stuff possible, like a Contronic Power Jazz, I think it was. And uh, I got about three quarters of a way of through the build. And I was every, it seemed like every week they were updating electronics, updating the kit. Um, and I ended up selling it in 2008 because I just felt like electronics weren't ready yet. Mm -hmm. So uh, then around two, I think it was, yeah, 2015, I looked back into it. I searched up YouTube again and uh, I seen Ben Storick flying a, a line 450 L and I was just amazed at, you know, how powerful the little heli was and everything that it could do. And then I found out, you know, it was like an all in one kit and I had to have one. So I bought one in right. uh, uh, March. And um, then I got the kit and I'm like, man, I'm going to crash this thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. So like literally like a week later, I bought a Blade 180 CFX hmm. and uh, I got it up in the air, I think about a week later and I was actually hovering it around and I got a little scared, hit, hit throttle hold and I like bust the whole tail off of it. <laughs> yeah. What year was this? Uh, 2015. Okay. So that's really when you started started with heli. Yep, 2015. I got I got the uh, real flight um, 7.5, and yeah. I practiced on real flight for I think like four months maybe before I took the blade 180 off the ground. And uh, it's I'm really glad that I got the real flight because I literally probably did like a thousand or maybe even more takeoffs before I could actually get the heli to hover um, without crashing in the first 30 seconds. So right on Sims the way to go. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So you're known for high amps. What was the motivation behind it? Um, honestly, it's just uh, part of my nature. I like modifying things and going fast. So, uh, I just researched everything. I, I, I seen, uh, Mitch Moroza's flying, um, at my first fun fly and he had the VTX blades on there and he was just absolutely sending it on, on the night flight. And, uh, I was like, man, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to go fast. I want to, I want to make that power. So that was really the start of uh, going fast. And actually watching you, uh, Kyle Stacy, flying the uh, Goblin 570. Um, you know, the Goblin 570, you were flying on 12S. Mm -hmm. And that thing's just an absolute rocket. And uh, 
I just progressed from the 570 to the 700, and that's when I really everybody started pulling some big amps on the 700. <laughs> nice. So it's all about high RPM, big old motor, and just letting it rip, huh? Yeah, it was actually kind of funny because I remember when I first. So I bought, I went, it's funny because I started off with the 180 CFX and it's like, a, um, you know, two months later, I'm flying my 450L and literally two months later, I bought a Goblin 570 and went 12S with it. <laughs> and uh, I remember emailing you, asking you about your setup and uh, I wanted to go like, I think you were running like 2,700 or 2,800 on the head. And, and that's what I started out with like three months. <laughs> after. <laughs> Mine as well. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would never recommend doing what I did, but that's what I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect quote. I love it. Uh, do as I tell you, right? Yeah. <laughs> not as I do. Well, I'd recommend taking it slow, but I, I just went straight, straight, you know, floored it from the very beginning. <laughs> well, now that I heard that you competed in pattern, this next question, I don't know how it's going to go, but do you, do, do you ever get tired of slam sticking and ham fisting? Uh, actually, <laughs> I, do. I, 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 I do. Um, I really only ham fist electronics. Um, either when I'm upset, um, <laughs> and, or B when everybody like, you know, Jay Treadway just keeps egging me on and egging me on. <laughs> He's like, the wife is like, tell me to pick my socks up one more time. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yep. That, that's, that's when, that's when I'm sending it. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Uh, I mean, let's be fair though. Um, how, how did your batteries hold up when you were doing all that ham fisting? Like with the 300 amps that you were hunting on the ESCs and all that? I mean, really it started with the 570, um, ham fisting everything. Um, I was, like I said, I was a 12 S setup, um, high voltage lipos. It was a it was a missile. I love that heli um, at at twenty seven hundred head speed. And in the beginning, like I, I thought I was doing things wrong, and my everybody was saying, you know, it's the brand of the lipos and stuff like that. But realistically, on the the twelve S five seventy and the fourteen S seven hundreds, I I was probably getting. 40 to 50 flights per pack before they're completely dead if that yeah <laughs> that's like nitro costs right there yeah i mean i was gonna say was, yeah that's like it's a, probably yeah. worse than nitro yeah <laughs> yeah i don't doubt it oh. yep and in like uh two years time i think i went through 10 12 s sticks on the 570 God, my God, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I I have two packs right now where cell one is uh, the IRs are really elevated on them. The rest of the pack is fine, but cell one is taking a beating, and um, so I I'm gonna have to buy some new packs too. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fun, you know, hand fisting the shit out of stuff, but you know. I don't I don't want to have to spring for batteries every 50 flights that sucks. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, switching gears a bit. Go ahead, Maynard. Yep. 
All right, so um, give us the rundown on the sponsorships. Is this is Heli Direct really your first? How'd you get into Heli Direct? Give us give us the rundown. So really, um, I got I got with Heli Direct and Expert uh, the beginning of this year. Um, I was just, you know, I, I, I was talking a bunch with Angel and Cade and uh, Angel brought it up one day and he was like, hey, you ever thought about, you know, coming over to Heli Direct? You know, you should you maybe think about it. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to be part of a team, you know, it was like it was my goal when I, you know, first started out, like after like six months of flying, it's like. I want to be as good as the pros and I want to be sponsored. So, uh, I just kept working towards that. But after a while, um, I kind of wasn't too interested in it. And I just started, you know, doing myself and helping others out. And gradually after having so many friends that are in the hobby and that are sponsored and everything else, it, you know, everybody just kind of leads you to that path of getting sponsored. So uh, I was friends with uh, JC Sankol, and he got me into expert. Um, I'd been flying some expert servos for a while, and you know I thought it was a good idea to to get with them. So I I like the guys at Heli Direct, and I like the guys at Expert, and that's what I did. Nice, very good. Nice man. So we talked about electric and your chase for high power. And I know yep. that you have some experience with Nitro and specifically modifying your Nitro engine. So talk to us a little bit about your involvement with Nitro and then also a little bit about what you do with the engines themselves. Okay. So um, I bought, uh, you know, after flying electric for a while, I, I was always scared of Nitro. I didn't want to deal with the mess, the oil, because I dealt with it for so long racing RC cars. Uh, I used to race a scale on road. Hmm. And uh, I didn't want to mess with the mess. I, did, I just didn't want to deal with all the dirt and grime. And uh, everybody kept telling me, oh, you got to get a nitro. You got to get a nitro. There's nothing else out there like it. It's just, it, it flies so different. You, you, you'll love it. And uh, eventually I let everybody talk me into it. And I, I wasn't too sure I was going to like it. So I bought a used heli. Um, Mm. Derek, I actually bought an Align 700XN uh, used from Derek Chekis. Mm. And um, I bought a used YS96, and uh, it, was, it was, like, really all clapped out. I didn't know any better. I sent it off to uh, Mernon Modified to get some work done to it. it. I got it back from Mernon Modified. He changed the timing on it slightly, and that's about it. And uh, it didn't really want to make any power because the engine was so worn out. And I seen everybody else flying their nitros and they were just so much more powerful than mine. So I started doing some research, talking to everybody, um, looking into uh, everybody else's modified engines where I was just... Whenever I seen someone with a modified engine or heard about someone with a modified engine, I'd ask for pictures, et cetera, you know, check them out in person when they're disassembling them. And uh, I just kept comparing all the pictures and notes, et cetera, and kind of used all that knowledge to start modifying my own. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, I 
basically I, I changed the timing on them slightly. I opened up the crank quite a bit. Like the crank is opened up a lot. Um, I go into the case and I basically port, you know, port match everything. I flow all the ports into the sleeve. The sleeve gets cut, you know, quite a bit here and there. Um, I, re I really change every thing, single thing possible inside the engine. I even modify the rear bearing so the air can go around the sleeve uh, easier. Wow. Wow. You don't mess around. Have you blown up an engine just from changing too much stuff? Uh, so I've, I've blown up one engine twice, and that was the 120 SRX. <laughs> um, Basically, what happened was it was making so much power that uh, I was I just I got the I got it broken in and, and it was it was, I got the tune perfectly dialed in. The governor was right on it and I got it locked in on some hard TikToks and it, it was just not bogging at all. The clutch snapped and when the clutch snapped, it, it was like a. It's just like a chain of uh, failures after that. Um, <laughs> basically, the rear bearing spun inside the case, uh, the, and that caused the, the crank to kind of go on an angle, which chipped the crank and basically destroyed the whole engine. Um, oh, good grief. So <laughs> then I... Uh, I rigged it. I actually put some set screws in the engine case to hold the rear bearing. In the <laughs> no way. And, uh, <laughs> I, I rebuilt it. You know, the, it looked perfectly fine. But as soon as I got it up in the air, um, there must have been some micro fractures in the piston that I couldn't see. And uh, I got it up for like 30 seconds and it, it blew up again. The piston just broke in half, basically. So, how did you put screws in there? Like, how, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to set, put some set screws in the piston next time. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, the set screws that you were holding the bearing or whatever, like, what did you use to, to keep it in there with, so they wouldn't back out? So, um, I used, um, it's some high temp, um, like RTV. It's, uh, it's blue. I forget what it's called, but, uh, I, I, I just used that. I, I put it around the threads and, uh, it was some, some, some stuff I used to use when I built RX seven engines. Uh, okay. I, I know I have it here somewhere, but it's fuel resistant RTV, basically. Okay, that was kind of my wonder. It's like, you know, how did it keep, you know, because Loctite wouldn't have done it, right? So, yep, that's Crazy. awesome. So, is that what led you into uh, helping out with the power tune uh, kit testing? So, actually, the the power tune came. Um, you know, like I, I wanted to build a 120 SRX and um, I'm researching, you know, all the mods, et cetera, et cetera. And right after I bought a 120 SRX, I got a message from uh, Greg and um, Jay and Tom, you know, asking me if I wanted to get in on some testing and tuning on some special parts for the nitro. And I was like, 
hell yeah, you know, I'm trying to make as much power as possible. So uh, I just jumped right in it and we all kind of worked together and uh, did it. That's awesome. Very cool. So of all the nitro motors that you've ever messed with, uh, which one has become your favorite? It's the 96, the YS96 by far. With the power tune kit? With the power tune kit. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah you had just... me fooled because I, I think if you remember, you were at RCHO there and I was like, yeah, that 120 is pulling hard, man. You're like, it's not a 120. It was a 96. And I was like, yep. good yep. grief. I mean, that thing was nasty. Yep. It, that was that event, I believe it was, was actually, it made me so happy because, uh, like I was saying, uh, my first nitro was all clapped out and didn't make any power whatsoever. Um, you know, people were running like nineties, making more power than my 96. And, uh, after I got done flying, doing one flight, I looked behind me and there was like a pretty decent sized crowd. And, uh, one of the guys was like, I haven't seen a nitro run that hard since Tim Jones. And I was like, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what that, that, that just made my day. <laughs> so when, when tuning that motor though, like what are your needle settings? I mean, cause we're, we're pretty, pretty close to elevation. Same here as there, but like that day at RCHO, do you remember how many turns out you were on each needle? So on my nine, on my modified 96, um, with the power tune, you know, I'm, that's one thing I'm running the OS 61 F carb, not the 61 G the 61 F ha actually has a bigger opening in the carb so you can get more air. Um, I'm running four and a half to four and three quarters turns out on the high wow and uh one on the, the mid well isn't it because the fact that the needles are thicker uh than the stock carb so you have to open them up more needles compared like uh you're talking about the os carb compared yeah. to ys or? right are they well, thicker the is that why you're having to open them up more well, I, from what I hear, I, 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 you know, most of the OS guys, from what I hear, are running like two and a half, I think, on the high. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the YS, you know, with the YS carb, you're running like two or so on the high. Yeah. So I, I would assume they're kind of close. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Now, what about heli-wise? What's your, what would you say your favorite heli is? And then. What's your preference between electric, nitro, or gasser? Okay, so um, my favorite heli still is the um, the Align Nitro, but I that 700XN I got from Derek Chekis, you know, uh, I had some issues with the gearbox. Everybody knows about it. And um, I ended up converting it to what's called a MJ uh airframe it's right. a airframe uh you know it's a frame conversion which goes back to these you know og 700n parts and um i use pretty much all 700xn parts wherever i could mm -hmm. there's some 700n stuff on it like the tail boom case and the nose cone but most of it's xn parts on mine i it's just a it's a great, well thought out kit. I mean, 
they really thought about maintenance when they put it together. It, it's I can drop the engine out of it, so, you know, very quickly. It's not hard. You know, everything about it's just easy to work on, and it, and it flies great. It's a, it's a smack heli. Um, so the 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 MJ seven hundred N is is my favorite by far. Nice. Mm. Cool. So what do um, you have in your fleet then? Well, right now I have I still have the MJ. Um, I got a blackout mods, uh, extreme gasser. I got a logo 200 still sitting in pieces. Um, <laughs> I've got a logo, um, that's all bent up right now, which is getting ready to be converted into a gasser. And, uh, that's it for right now. But, um, Going back to which I prefer, you know, nitro, electric, gas. Um, I think they all have their positives and and you know negatives. I, I, I there's not one that I like more than the other. Um, electric's awesome when you really want to hammer down as hard as you possibly can, get your you know let the rage out. Um, <laughs> it, it's nice to be able to just you know, slam 16 degrees and, and watch it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nitro is, you know, it's kind of like you can fly it hard as you can and where you can be very smooth with it. It's, it's all how you're feeling. And, uh, the gasser, it, it, I'm still getting used to it, but, uh, the gasser is the economical choice. I mean, it, it's just so much cheaper to fly um, compared to the nitro and electric. And here lately, it's getting it, it's it's pretty much at nitro power levels. So I'm really starting to to prefer the gasser over the electric and nitro. But if I had to pick one out of all of them, if money wasn't of any concern, I, I would probably pick a nitro right now. Mm. Awesome. So, why got why did you get so gassy once all of a sudden? Did you have some some beans or something? What kind of what, <laughs> the, what, what uh, led you there? Give us the scoop on that. Really, I I I, I just wanted to um, experience something new. So, uh, I you know I remembered how how happy I was when I finally got the nitro working right, and how much I loved it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll experience the same thing with the gasser. And, it, you know, gassers were still um, pretty kind of new, I think, you know, like performance wise, gassers were still pretty new. And I seen Blackout was uh, coming out with some stuff. And uh, I was like, you know what? I want to give them a shot and I want to see how far I can push this thing. And, uh, hopefully i'll like it and that's that's what led me to it and um once i got into it i i seen how cheap it is to fly and you can do everything you can with the nitro and electric pretty much and uh you know i'm i'm all for gassers now i, I it's it's very hard to beat a gasser i mean once you consider everything I thought you just felt bad for Raja and Dark Darby and you wanted to kind of be in the gist of things, you know, help him out. I, I, you know? I definitely don't feel bad for Doug Darby. I, I feel like Doug Darby puts everybody to shame. He's the biggest baller in the RC hobby, I think. 
that's awesome no it's definitely interesting it's an interesting topic i think especially with the nitro cost these days and especially it's not even the night the cost right i mean you know obviously some people can't afford it but some people can't i mean it's just a pain to get nowadays you know yeah yep i mean the the nitro you know like every once i got down to like three gallons i'm like messaging everybody hey are you ordering any fuel you got any fuel you know uh who's bringing fuel and uh it, it does become a little bit, a bit of a pain yeah. um that's one thing that's great about gas you know i, I just go to um a gas station that's busy because you want to get fresh fuel mm-hmm. and uh i just fill it up you know I, I fill my car up and i pour some in the in the in the gas tank for the gasser and, and go with it, it it's convenient so do you Pullman fuel or anything like other people do? No, no. I, I figured, you know, I got the biggest reason I got a gasser was to uh, make things easier and um, cheaper. So yeah. I didn't really see a point of Coleman fuel, you know, yeah, why, yeah. why make things difficult? Yeah, no, makes sense. What oil Ethanol. are you using? Okay, go ahead. I'm using a Redline 2T at a 32 to 1 ratio. So you got to factor that in because that stuff ain't cheap either. And you got to buy it by the case, don't you? No. So I bought a gallon of uh, Redline 2T and I got it off Amazon, shipped to the house. It was like 45, 50 bucks. And uh, I've only used like an eighth of it. And I've burned up about three and a half gallons so far. Okay. Jesus. So ethanol, no ethanol for the gas, or does it matter? I'm I'm running, um, you know, ten percent ethanol fuel, just regular standard gas pump stuff. I mm-hmm. uh, haven't noticed anything yet. I, I mean, I, I really think ethanol destroys, you know, rubber parts and creates problems when you let it sit. But if you're constantly burning, you're really not going to have any problems. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. That's all I have. Over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how does the power band differ? Um, and let's kind of maybe touch on, you know, well, actually, I'll tell you what, let's look at it from this angle. Uh, motor to motor. Have you flown anything different like the Hansen versus the TRM versus the, what is it? The OBR, I think is the new one. Um, tell us, tell us about that. What are you running and do, what, what do you know about that power band difference? So um, I'm running TRM, and I haven't tried the Hansen or the OBR. Um, from what I've been told by you know everybody, is that the Hansen is more of a uh, more geared to the smoother style flying. So if you're looking at doing precision, you know, flying and just kind of cruising around, you know, maybe a Hanson might be better for you. Right. Um, TRM is a more performance oriented engine. And, um, you know, when I was getting in the gassers, there was the option of TRM and OBR. And uh, OBR was basically just came out with their heli engine and I thought it would be a better idea to go with something that's a little bit more tried and true. So I went with the TRM, um, especially after I found out that uh, Al, the guy that modifies the engines that is TRM, Al of TRM, 
I found out that his uh, house and garage burned down. So I, I figured, you know, I'd go with his engine to, you know, kind of help him out. And uh, I think it was a, a great, great choice of, you know, because uh, the customer support from Al at TRM is really second to none. Right. Cool. Um, comparing like power bands, um, you know, nitro compared to gasser. Um, I would say the, I feel like the gasser makes more torque at certain RPMs than the nitro, but it is uh, a lot easier to get outside of the power band on the gasser. It's easier to bog um, if you're, you know, ham sticking things. If you're not used to flying a nitro or whatnot, it's, it's very easy to bog. It, it takes longer to recover than a nitro. So uh, the gasser is going to teach you collective management uh, very quickly. Um, I let some guys fly my gasser that, you know, are just absolutely amazing on a nitro. They're just monsters. And, uh, they were just bogging the crap out of my gasser. And, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, it takes a little bit getting used to, but from what I hear, like, you know, and, and my own experience after about five flights, you get the hang of it and, uh, right. it doesn't bother you at all. You just get used to it and fly it. So, right. Very cool. Hmm. All right, so now a lot of people in the hobby probably when they originally think of gassers, a lot of them are going to think of probably like seeing Raja at the field just kind of flying for 20 minutes, you know, <laughs> putting around back and forth. So yeah, so kind of kind of give us the stigma where it is now and you know how much different it is from that or, you know, what you what you, you know you would tell people when they think about it i would have to tell them that that's that's not true at all that that's uh that's like your grandparents telling you they had to walk 20 miles to get to school um don't, don't it's, nothing, it's nothing like that so yeah yeah you know my blackout mods extreme gasser you know everybody thinks that gassers are like 15 pounds and they make you know like one horsepower um it, it's nothing like that at all so now i've got my gasser tuned in uh it's come you know completely ready to fly um at i'm at 11 pounds um sets 11 pounds seven eight ounces ready to fly fueled up wow um, hmm. i'm spinning it up to 2150 head speed now and uh it's pulling 12 degrees of pitch no problem at 2150 i mean it, it's it's an animal at 2150 hmm. um i i that's that's just an old way of thinking i um really you need to give gasters a shot because they've come a long long way yeah. um the logo gasser that i'm i'm building right now um getting ready to build is gonna be like almost 11 pounds even probably wow um you know all the gassers that are out right now are between you know 11 to 13 pounds and you're sticking a you know seven horsepower engine in there uh about um you're not going to be lacking any power put it that way hmm interesting so from your expert opinion what do you think the future holds for gassers 
I think the future, you're going to see a lot more gassers at the fun flies. I think you're going to see manufacturers stepping up to the plate and coming out with, uh, you know, gas ready kits. Um, Mm-hmm. I think you're with all the new people getting into gassers, you're going to see probably other um, engine builders starting to modify them. And, uh, you know, competition breeds excellence is what they say. And I, I think you're really going to see them progress. You know, you're going to go from an engine that makes seven horsepower to probably an engine that makes eight or nine. And um, the helis are going to get a little bit lighter. I think they're going to get a little bit more, you know, thought out and the manufacturers are going to be supporting it more. That's, that's what I think. Nice. More better. I like it. Yeah. Well, with the trending prices of nitro engines increasing as well. And of course we already know that fuel is expensive. I mean, yeah. we need a reprieve somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, like I was saying, there's, there's definitely, you could see a switch at the field at spring fling. There seemed yep. to be a lot more gassers there. Yep, I mean, uh, a gasser costs just about the same price a nitro costs to build. It might, you know, it, it might cost you about, you know, $400, $500 more because you've got to buy a conversion kit. But you're going to make that money back pretty quick, uh, you know, just in fuel cost. And, mate, you know, you're not, you're not burning up glow plugs or, you know, check valves or any of that stuff. It's, you know, you're not even wasting money on paper towels because they don't get dirty. So you're going to make your money back pretty quickly. Mm. Right. Cool. Mm. All right, we're going to switch gears a little bit. So um, this whole hurricane challenge. Now, <laughs> you and Jay, of course, um, you guys definitely stepped up and, uh, and you, you definitely gave a lot of help to Alex. And uh, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about that motor that's in Alex's helicopter? Because I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I know some people knew the story behind it, but maybe not everybody. So uh, it used to belong to you. So why don't you tell us about it? So uh, it, it still belongs to me unless it dies. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know how they do at RCHL. Uh-huh. So uh, anyways, um, I heard, you know, I got a message from uh, Jay. And uh, he's he's looking for some uh, advice and uh, whatnot. And uh, he was like, you know, we need to step it up because, you know, Kevin Heavy Hands McGrady's going to be bringing <laughs> it against Alex. And I'm like, oh, you know, can I cuss on here? I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you know, Kevin's fucking fast. You know, the first time I seen Kevin do hurricanes, I was like, God damn. You know, I got it on video. <laughs> Holy shit. That you was know, a 580. Like, that was a 12S580, wasn't it? The, the Goblin 580. You know, you had that thing maxed out. I knew my boy <laughs> Alex needed some help. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right, well, let's see what we can come up with. I'm like, I got a, uh, I got a big ass motor over here sitting and, uh, we just kind of started brainstorming and whatnot. And, uh, I gave him my 5025, uh, copper dock modified big wire motor. And, uh, he put that bastard on 15 S <laughs> So when when you sent it to Copper Doc, what what did he do exactly? So basically, um, you know, when I was getting that engine, you know, when I was getting that motor built, uh, I messaged you know Copper Doc, and he's extremely hard to get 
hold of because he's so busy um it's it's a little bit exclusive i'd have to say to get him to build you a motor uh, i waited about i think it was a year year and a half before he Jeez. had time to make me one wow and i was on a waiting list to get that done so um basically i give him all the specs the head speed that i want to run you know um i'm like you know i want to be as fast as mitch morose's with the 717 vtx uh but i'm doing it on a line 700x airframe and uh we just kind of work out the kv and the head speed um all that good stuff together and uh he comes up with the wind that will give you the most power for all of that that's crazy now were you you were doing that on 12s though weren't you i was running mine on 14s it was 14 okay gotcha yeah. 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 My first 700 was uh, 14S. Okay. That's right. I do remember that now. Mm. Yep, yeah. I went from a Blade 180 CFX to a 6S 450L, 12S 570 uh, with Kyle Stacy specs, <laughs> yeah. and then a, a ridiculous uh, Align 700X. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, too, I mean, like to achieve 300 amps uh, on a Scorpion or even a Hobby Wing, like that's tough to do. So, I mean, hats yeah. off to you. The YGE yeah. doesn't seem to, to, you know, care too much. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll throw some amps at this, <laughs> you oh. know. But, you know, it's it's pretty difficult. You got to be really aggressive to uh, to get that, no? Um, I, yeah. Hungry I motor. I, I, I'm, it's hard to say, you know, I, I feel like it, it is and it isn't, you know, to me, it's easy to, you know, hit 300 amps. Um, it, what's hard to do is to hit 300 amps and not kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, hitting 300 amps to me isn't so hard, you know, you just kind of build up speed and, and, and just hammer it, you know, it's, yeah. Um, it's just hardcore, you know, don't hold back. And, uh, once I do that, it's, it's not too hard really. Yeah. But, um, a lot of people running, you know, 14 S and all that, they say, Oh yeah, you know, you're going to run like really low amps going on 14 S. And <laughs> I started out with like a hundred amps and then two weeks later I'm at 150 and then, you know, two months later I'm getting over 200 and, you know, it just kept on going. Right. Crazy. All right. Well, we all know this uh, whole hurricane debacle is not over. So, you uh, do you still have anything up your sleeve to help with Alex anymore, or <laughs> what do you got going on there? Honestly, I, I think we've given Alex pretty much all the help we can. So it's just practice <laughs> right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so the the tough question. And, and listen, you just gotta you gotta let it go. You know, this is not gonna be released to the public. But <laughs> you could go ahead and admit it. Uh, Who, whose hurricanes are faster? I didn't get to see them in person. You know. Yeah. I I will say, you know, watching Kevin um, in in real life fly that five eighty, Kevin is fucking fast in hurricanes. <laughs> 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 the best part about it is like i think i've seen i've flown with kevin since 2012 
And just like every time he got a new helicopter, it's, it's just that much faster. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you do this? Oh, you know, it's, it's a balance. I'm like, yeah, I know it's a balance. I could balance on the bike, but how the hell do you go get so fast and follow through? Because like I usually get it going fast. I'm like, oh, shit, this is too fast for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a big part of it is, uh, you know, getting the tune right. You know, you got to have your tail perfectly mm-hmm. dialed in and uh you got to have your head dialed in as well you know you don't want it you don't want a 3d setup you know if you're for going real fast like that you know when i started getting up there in amps you know with my you know aligned when i was going up to like 300 amps i I had to turn my gains down big time you know you you had you have to make your helicopter smooth to fly Mm -hmm. that yeah you don't want to tuck it in on you going that fast right yeah yeah (laughs) well i think also that if he brought them down a little bit and brought them in a little closer i think you would you'd probably see a different you know face of alex you know what i mean like it would Mm -hmm. it would be way faster looking yeah but he he's safe and he keeps it up there which is cool yeah, uh-huh. but i i think if he brought it down and brought it in tucked it in a little closer i think it would probably be pretty wicked you know it'd be pretty fast I, f- I figured it out kevin yeah i think we need to have secondary judges up in the international space station <laughs> to judge to judge alex to make it fair right if people on the ground we can a hot air balloon and record <laughs> yeah there you go Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just egging on i i think it's you know it's all i mean in the end i think it's all in, it should be in good fun right you it know is. like you st- and you have to keep it that way you mm-hmm. know one thing i have to say i think the all the shit talking with the hurricane challenge it really got everybody excited <laughs> yeah like, the hype train was the was the yeah, best part. Yeah, you know like you know i was posting some memes and everybody else was too i i did, i honestly didn't care who won i was just having fun like egging everybody on i wanted to (laughs) i wanted to upset kevin and make him go faster and i wanted i wanted kevin i wanted alex to feel inferior and push himself harder yeah (laughs) that's awesome it worked (laughs) now the gps doesn't think that was a good good thing to do i gotta be honest though i mean you you tell me sherman but I mean, between mine and Alex's setup, is Tim Jones' helicopters that fast? I think it is. What's that now? I, I think technology's come a little further than Tim Jones when he was flying the beast, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I think it's easier to achieve speed with stuff now than it was when he was doing it. I mean, his stuff was fast, don't get me wrong. But... I don't know, man. I feel like the stuff that we're using today is probably faster. I mean, I, I would definitely have to say that. Uh, you know, there's there's no doubt about that. You know, the helis are are more rigid, etc. You know, they're they're just better all the, all the way around. Right. Um, servos, you know. It, let's say back when Tim was doing everything, the servos had like a hundred ounces of torque. And now we're running servos with 400 ounces of torque. Um, so the blades are going to track better, et cetera. I think that makes it easier. Right. Yep. It's a totally different world. Well, very mm. cool. Well, does anybody have anything else to add to ask Sherman? Man, 
I don't know. I'm trying to see if I get gassy too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta. I, you know, I want to, but here's the problem: is like if I buy a nitro, now I've got two different motors that I got to worry about tuning. You know what I mean? And it's almost like owning a OS running model and then a YS running model. Like you, you, you got to know both of them. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know that I could have multiple fueled models. Like it would have to be one. I would have to say the the gasser um, is easier to tune than the nitro. Really? The only, yes, it's definitely easier to tune than a nitro. The only thing with the the gasser when it comes to tuning is um you, you the the need the needle the high needle is basically the only one that you touch on the gasser really once you get the low set um, is that just a sixteenth of a turn makes all the difference sometimes. Yeah. Um, and to get that max power out of the gasser, you, you really need to do that six, uh, you know, that sixteenth of a turn, yeah. um, because it'll be bogging, you know, and just flying like a, you know, you know, kind of low on power, and then you give it that sixteenth of a turn, and it's just all the, you know, stars align, it's it's perfect, and it, it's just making all the power that you need. Huh. Um, where a nitro, you can kind of. You know, on a nitro, you can be pretty rich, and it's still making power. Right. You can be, you can be on the edge of, you know, like you're so lean, the engine's burning up while you're flying it, and it's still making power. Um, it's less noticeable on a nitro, but you know, the gasser, you can definitely tell when the your your high needle's out at eighth turn. Um, but once you get it set, it's like. You take it out, do a do a pitch, you know, a, a full pull, you know, pitch pump, and uh, you'll see if it's lean or rich. If if it bogs out from being rich, you go lean a hair, you know, a sixteenth of a turn, and uh, you do it again. And if it holds, you know, through the whole pull, then you put it in some TikToks. If it starts rich bogging on you in the TikToks, which it normally does, you just go a sixteenth more, and that's it. It's ready to go. Wow. Hmm. Is it very sensitive to altitude change like a nitro? I I would have to say it's more sensitive. Okay. So, yeah, like, you know, every time I take the gasser out, I have to adjust the high needle, you know, like I said, a 16th to an eighth, mm-hmm. eighth of a turn. Um, where the nitro, you know, I mean, I turn, I tune my nitro every time I take it out, but I don't have to. The yeah. gasser, I feel like I have to give it that eighth, you know, sixteenth to an eighth turn. Well, I'm going to hold on until you get an OBR motor, and we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've well, got I- two TR- I've got two TRMs, um, and, and to be honest, as good as Al's been to me with, uh, you know, the customer service, I doubt I'll go with anything else. Well, I did see you post a picture of that uh, crazy-looking pipe. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so um, speaking of customer service, Todd of QuickDraw, um, he's the one, Todd, makes the QuickDraw pipe. It's a uh, it's a tuned pipe for a gasser. Um, going back to my line, or I'm sorry, my pattern playing days, we ran tune pipes to get the very, you know, max horsepower possible out of those engines. Right. 
So a tune pipe, basically, once you reach a certain RPM, you get resonation, you know, uh, resonations inside the pipe, and that pushes fuel back into the engine, which makes a more efficient, um, you know, engine. So it's kind of like supercharging your engine in a way. Um, because you're getting more, um, burnt fuel per per stroke. Um, Hmm. so with the quick draw pipe, you know, dyno proven results, you're on a 310 engine, it's a 36% power increase, which is, is freaking huge. You know, that's remarkable. Yeah. Holy (laughs) crap. Yep. So, uh, 30%, 36% horsepower increase bolt on for, 250 bucks or whatever it is Jeez, that's still the cost yeah. of like one of the nitro mufflers so it's not awful <laughs> yeah no, it's worth it not no it's it's very good price um you just bolt it on and 36 percent more horsepower <laughs> wow wow is it tuned differently i would assume so so i haven't actually got to run mine in yet because i had some uh clutch issues on my extreme gasser I actually wore my clutch bell out already. Um, so I got a steel clutch bell being custom made from my buddy Ahmed. Um, and once I get that clutch bell in, um, I'm going to be bolting on the quick draw. I got you. Uh, but what I hear is from, you know, the people that know, you know, um, Doug Darby and Frank is that it's a little bit, more sensitive um when it comes to you know temperature changes etc um you want to make sure you're on the rich side because if you're leaner you're, you're you run a very high risk of blowing the engine up Ooh. so uh you want to be good with tuning before you put a quick draw pipe on it put it that way um sure. once you get comfortable with the you know like the m studio 320 pipe with <clears throat> with the tuning you know once you figure out all i got to do is like five steps to the perfect tune on the gasser engine then go ahead and bolt that quick draw on there and go for it nice very cool sweet all right well Sherman, we uh, appreciate very much you coming on the show. Thank you very much for being the f- the first podcast that you've you've come on. Appreciate that. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah. So, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that, sir? Um, basically, everybody. I'm I'm friends with almost everybody on Facebook. So, all you have to do is send me an instant message on uh, you know a private message on Facebook. Even if you're not friends with me, um, I answer people's questions all the time through Facebook. So just go ahead and shoot me a message and, and I'll do my best to help you. Um, I've, I've gotten lots of questions from people that I've never met before um, and help them out that way. So hit me up. Nice. Yeah. Thank you again. Cool. Thanks, man. Yep. Thank you. So, um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, perfect segue into our next little topic here. Uh, Last show, we asked listeners to give us an email to ask us questions, and uh, we got one. So, uh, yeah, Craig Carter, hit us up, has some questions. Mail call. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we we uh, apparently he thinks we're uh, V control gurus. 
I mean, Kyle, maybe. I'm just <laughs> yeah. along for the ride. Yeah, didn't he know but that our he... guy was having a baby? I mean, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he's having, uh, he sent us a question regarding um, the telemetry possibilities between uh, the Neo with the Pro software and a Scorpion ESC. Right. So uh, apparently, you know, he's got a V-Control Classic, the Neo hooked up. Uh, well, the Neo is hooked up to the ESC with a telemetry cable, but he hasn't been able to get any kind of telemetry information. So hmm. the first, um, I guess, uh, topic that we need to debunk is, do you need a Scorpion motor in the system in order to get any kind of telemetry? No. 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 <laughs> motor is irrelevant for telemetry. Irrelevant. We all concur. Okay. Yes. So, man, we're like, we sound like gurus over here. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I guess, you know, it kind of goes back because he's got quite a few questions in the email, but I think we need to, so to speak, start with the basic, right? When it comes to getting telemetry to work on through your Neo, right? It's one is the hardware aspect, which he told us that he's got the cable hooked up between the ESC. And we're assuming here that the, it's in the, correct um i guess port, port. Of the, from the esc to the neo right yep but there's a little bit more that you have to do in order to be able to get any kind of telemetry right or integration as a matter of fact yes right? if you're using the scorpion yes yes so if you're using the scorpion there's software stuff that you have to make sure that it's so to speak correct one mm-hmm. being in the esc you need to make sure that the communication protocol is the correct one it's got different you know you have to plug in your esc to the computer and make sure that it's actually is showing that it's the mikado the v control uh vstabi pid type uh telecommunication protocol so that's one aspect of it software wise and then you have to go on the other side on the v control radio and need to have the scorpion app mm-hmm. right Yep, if you don't have those two things checked, you could have the hardware set up. It's still not going to give you any kind of information. Yeah, right. I think That's with good. the and, and I think with Kyle with the Hobby Wing, you, there's no communication protocol in the ESC that you got to go change. Is that correct? That is uh, that is correct. You actually don't need the telemetry firmware or telemetry cable to get RPM feedback on the Hobby Wing. So okay. for those of you familiar with the ESC, you're going to okay. have two leads. You're going to have the ESC signal and then the BEC power. There's also okay. going to be a single yellow lead. And that okay. single yellow lead is just RPM feedback. So you can mm-hmm. plug that into the RPM port on the NEO. And then using the RPM telemetry app within the V-Bar control, you punch in your motor pole count, or half of it, and then your uh, motor gear ratio. And then from that lead, it'll pick up everything it needs from the ESC, and it'll give you RPM feedback that way. So you don't need all the fancy telemetry stuff just to get RPM feedback. And the Scorpion is the same, though, because the Scorpion, the slave cable, if you take the white wire on the, uh, so the middle source peak connect from the Scorpion slave output, if you Mm -hmm. just take that one wire, you could put in the RPM sensor and it does the same thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know, so that was his, I guess, biggest 
you know, overall concern is you want to see RPM readout on the screen. Yeah. So you could get RPM readout without having any of the telemetry stuff. You just need to make sure that you pick the correct wire from the ESC. So Hobby Wing is the yellow one, and the Scorpion is the white wire or the middle connector on the slave output cable. Yeah. And you plug that into the RPM's port on the video. Yeah, because yeah, technically, if he didn't have the telemetry cable, he could do without telemetry, but still have the head speed show up as long as he has, you know, if he's using the internal Scorpion Gov, mm-hmm. but he ran the RPM cable to the yeah. RPM port, he could still get the head speed to show up on the V car. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you have to make sure you tell the V-Control your pole count, ratios, and everything else to be able to decipher. If you don't, it's not going to show you the correct, you know, uh, the the correct RPM, right? Yeah, that'll all be in in your initial setup. Yep. So that was, I think the idea behind it is you could get RPM without having any telemetry you know, yeah. uh, hookups, or you could you you could also get telemetry and RPM if you actually make sure that the software uh, items are checked, and you also have the correct wires plugged in from the ESC to uh, the Neo. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So your wire locations are are definitely going to be big. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Another one is. You know, his concern was, and this is another myth-busting, you know, moment. Do you have to use the Neo Governor instead of the ESC in order to get the RPM readout? And the answer is no. Like you no. can use the internal ESC Governor and still get an RPM readout if you plug in the correct wires from the ESC to the Neo, and yeah. you do your pole count and everything else in the V control setup in the Neo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one question he had was and you know this is kind of he's just jotting down questions which is good was does or you know do you have to use the neo governor instead of the esc governor or does it really matter if you have an exact head speed dialed in and i think the dialed in head speed has nothing to do with getting rpm readout you know nothing, nothing. Um, so that's and then i think the last so to speak question he might have had was um you know he stated that he he just never understood the whole neo governor versus the scorpion governor or if it even matters which one you run and i think this is kind of you know um you know like a preference or speak some people might say well i noticed that you know with the esc governor or the internal governor to the esc is better it responds better but then again you have the school of thought that the neo should you know uh, the neo governor is able to sort of speak react a little bit faster with increasing pwm to raise your head speed when you do cyclic inputs and so on and so forth where if you just have it in the esc it does all the governing it might not necessarily be as quick to react to cyclic inputs. It has to feel, I, you know. I would definitely have to say it's a, it's a preference of how the governors feel, which one yeah. you um, want to go with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all set up too, right? If, if you're really yeah. good at setting up, you know, your Neo parameters, governor parameters, you might be able to squeeze a little bit of better feel for you, for how you fly. But it's, yeah. I, th- I think it's preference. 
Yep, I, I agree. It, it's one hundred percent the feel. Yeah, like I do mine just because I have the you know I use Scorpion ESCs with the Neo, um, and I I just do the Neo Scorpion Governor. You know, uh, it's just because it's integrated, super easy. You know, you can make adjustments, you know, really quickly, and I'm able to sort of speak do some of my adjustments to the governor portion uh, inside the Neo that sort of speak makes it pretty easy to set up. But that's because it's I, that's how I've been doing it for a while now. But to to be honest, I don't think it matters. You know, as long as it feels right to you and your flying style. Yep. Yep. I I, I like the uh, Scorpion Gov a little bit more than the Neo Gov, mm-hmm. but. It's all a feel thing. Um, I, I, I honestly feel like the Scorpion Gov hits just a little bit harder um, than the Neo Gov does, but that's that's me. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that you guys have, have yeah. mentioned is the whole feel thing, and I think that is super super important for people to focus on. Do not worry about the number. Just because your buddy runs twenty two fifty and homeboy over there runs twenty nine thirty. Like who cares? Like if twenty one fifty works for you, that's great. Like don't worry about what everyone else is running. Don't focus on the numbers and hitting a target RPM. Tune to what yep. feels right to yeah. you, and then Especially just use the learning. Yeah, and then yep. just use the the readout as a guide if you want to set up another machine just like the first one. Yep. If if it's your, I'd have to say if this is your like first heli that you're setting up on on a governor, um, let's say it's your like first six hundred or something, and you got a you know after you know aftermarket esc like a hobby wing or a scorpion um go with like the you know the kind of recommended parameters like you know most people with a 600 fly at you know say 2500 head speed or 2000 head speed go with the average and uh see how it feels and then go from there because if you go with a crazy setup like i did with you know kyle stacy's um setup in the beginning you you might it's going to be a little intimidating you know it might it might be very intimidating and you might not enjoy the heli so i I would start off with something basic yes Mm. totally yeah Yeah. very true well yeah that's it so i think it was a good good question it was as i call it a loaded email yes (laughs) whole lot on there Right on. Yeah, there is, yep. and but I think it's important. I think overall is I think my message to him too, because I did uh, message him a little bit back and forth, was that you know it, everything that he you know seemed to think that it's is not doable. It is. It's just it's a little bit of troubleshooting involved. You know, it could be hardware, could be software, you know, or it could be both. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to do <laughs> to troubleshoot it. So. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's all I have for that. All right. Two. Well, uh, I guess we should move into some emails. We'll do the closeout. What you think? Well, you know, it's it's about mm-hmm. that time. It's, it's quitting, quitting time. time, right? It is. It's quitting time. Who's buying the first round at the bar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Eric. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's Eric. <laughs> Vodka and cran grape. Yeah. <laughs> Stiff one. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys, uh, listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. Uh, if you have, uh, you know, questions, uh, you want to be an average Joe, show ideas, let us know. 
course, again, please email us with any questions that you may have. We do have another one that emailed. However, I emailed him back and have not gotten a response yet. So we will cover that next show. Uh, but uh, what else we got? Uh, like our Facebook page. Give us a follow. Subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes also. Nice. Well, let's not forget about the uh, huge shout out to the other heli podcast personalities and video personalities in the hobby. You know, mm-hmm. Bill Ann, Free Fall. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Did you guys see Telerotor is back? Hey! From oh. the dead. Man. Yeah. 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 Out of nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Give them a listen. Give them a like. Same, you know, like for us, you know, we definitely, um, you know, appreciate having those other guys involved. So, and there's another um, Bill Ann channel started. I think it's like Bill Ann uh, 13. Okay. It's uh, all about soldering EC5s. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't show your wire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cover your wire, so, Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that's about it, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Let's hit it with those parting words. What you got? Mm, me first. Hashtag flag baller. Hopefully uh, no vibrations at 1950. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag F3 sleep. Uh, yep. You're going to get to see a lot of that. I'm going to make sure I do it right before uh, your nap time, Kevin. Bring my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> So the other one is uh, hashtag uh, Scott will not fly my Genesis because now he's got a baby to take care of. Yep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 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 oh Lord, hashtag where are we at with the butt stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still have to decide who's the spoon this upcoming trip, Kevin. Facts. Mm. Facts. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See ya. What happens Gotta in go. the cave stays in the cave, Sherman. It's okay. Yeah. I'm signing out. <laughs> How about uh hashtag I'm starting to fly like skids. Don't do it. Yep. I I yep. got away with yep. one this past Monday, so well. and then the last one, but the best one. Hashtag hotel sexual coming in Kanakistan. Uh, yep. I'm staying home. That's gonna be a dirty time. <laughs> you already ready. You already at the airport. Don't lie. Like a dirty sphincter, right? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for me. Uh, what you got, lukewarm hands? Man, I need to come up with some new ones. But uh, you do. we got. I know. Next time. Right. Hashtag no couch, no problems. Here it is. <laughs> Hashtag more conditions don't make you fly better, Gucci. <laughs> Hashtag why jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Maney. Yeah, Maney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. And we got a little hashtag past my bedtime. Hashtag Rip Van Maynard. <laughs> and. A little. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Hashtag. I love my. I I think it should be the other way around. But anyway. Okay. Well, uh, I'll I'll give it to you your way. Okay. I love my sphincter dirty. Yes, you do. Yes. (laughs) It's dirty. Yes. I fly it dirty and raw. (laughs) (laughs) I like it raw. You like it dirty. Eh. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. God. Mm. There it is. And hashtag Cinco de Mayo nerd. Mm. Good one. <laughs> I like that. All right, Sherman, what you got, buddy? Hashtag RCHO. Hashtag hookers and blow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, this is the last time you're going to hear this one, so uh, I hope to see you there. July 15th through the 18th, come to South Kanukistan. Uh, We've got a 3D competition. We've got drag racing. We've got funnel cakes. We've got, uh, I don't know, ring toss. I don't want to know what kind of ring. We got grease pigs and watermelon tosses. (laughs) What am I missing? You're missing the fact this show is going to come out after it already happened. Damn it! From, from what Gucci was saying, sounds like hotel activities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzercising. Uh, Alright, so we got from our boy Brandon Cooper, we got, if you don't fly well, then at least start a mowing company and mow some shit down. <laughs> uh, of course, it's always SAB broke because I can't afford nothing else. Mm-hmm. And we've got somebody better bring a radar gun or an aerial GPS made of titanium. International Space Station. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, hashtag Todd better bring a hard hat. <laughs> and uh, hashtag Mike, Mike better bring a change of underwear. Yeah. So. Two. Yeah, two pairs. That's right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you remember what I said on the one post, right? I said, don't worry about bringing many uh, pairs of shorts. Just get one pair of shorts and then two dozen uh, adult diapers. There you go. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's smart. Yeah, I think so. Smarter, not harder, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Said. Let's get out of here. So we got hashtag 2 for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 50 with Sherman Martin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys. Laters. Lady off. squeeze that in there for you Sherman I appreciate it I can rig I can rig that up we got that covered yep <laughs> hashtag hookers and blow yeah oh you'll see it when it comes oh nice okay perfect well sweet yeah sweet. thanks that for staying up, up with us man yeah yep thanks for having me yeah no doubt See, now we know who the problem is why we go until one o'clock in the morning. It's Scott. Yep. It's Scott. Scott, he's the problem. He's the problem. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, Scott's I think we've been doing pretty good. Go ahead. Scott's probably sleeping right now. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying to. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they keep taking the baby from him and he's getting all pissed off. Well, like, so like, and they took the couch out, too. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that one. Yeah, we're just going to rotate the couch.
Yeah. Well, they do come in and out and like take the baby and yeah. check vitals and whatever. Well, yeah, so I know that. But he yeah. said they changed the couch out, which is oh. weird. But maybe that's a COVID thing. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe he, Nick yeah. Maxwell Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Scott. Be more productive. Uh, Quit laying around. Yeah. <laughs> that's get funny. up, get up, and do something. That's it. Oh, so I don't know what the problem was. Did you guys not hear it at all? Like when Maynard would come in, like it would come in, like the first three words would be like really hot and then it would taper off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, A couple times. Yeah. I'm the same. Uh, Maybe I'm just talking loud at first and then calming down. Yeah. Because I got my mic like over a foot away. I mean, Kevin said bring excitement. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think there's just too much excitement. I just get all revved up and then kind of. Maybe is, he's so excited to talk hobby stuff. He's like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus." Okay. So, what are you guys doing later? We yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. I gotta control my tone. Yeah, no, you're good. I'm you so had, excited. I wish you had she that kind of excitement to get into the field. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh crap. Yeah. Hey, your Sirius XM works perfect now. It does. It comes in good. You just got to you know, turn me the right way. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help us the night that we got lost even using GPS though. Hell no. God, you who gets <laughs> lost with GPS? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you're not driving in Ohio. Once you get up here, you just get up here. Once you get up here, your driving privileges are taken away. All I got to do is ride with people. Oh, yeah. You're just going to take you right to Rita's sister. I hear you. Little Eskimo bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Man. What's up? I'm excited. What's going on, man? Chilling. Is it Scott? We got Sherman. No. Sherman. Oh, hey, Sherman. Shut I thought that was Scott. Like, yeah. holy hell. Like, he made it. <laughs> no way. He's wrapping up. He's trying to figure out how to work that motherfucking diaper genie right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got twisted how many times? Push where? What? Yeah, he's he's like got shit, shit running all down the side. Yeah. yeah. He probably got I, one of those, like, automatic litter boxes that cleans itself. And he's like, I, I'm going to get the baby trained on this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> figure out how to program that shit. Yeah. Like one of those vacuum bags you just like stick the feet through and just vacuum bag it around him. Oh my God. Good Lord. Oh my uh, All right. So we can do as many takes as you want to. All right. Just remember that once you've blown the load of your joke, it's done. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah, we right. Can, we so can only laugh so much. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I think it's a one take, one take or, uh, or you're done. All okay. or none. Yeah, all or nothing, baby. Give it to her. All right. You want to get started? Let's try it and see what happens. I hope this don't turn into too much of a shit show. I really hope it works out, but I don't think it's going to. It's going to be beautiful. Did you tell Jen about it? Man, Jen's down there. She was looking at me whenever Kevin called, and I was trying to concentrate on talking to him. And she's like, what are you just sitting there for? I guess I was all stoic and stuff. <laughs> She's like, you just look stupid. That's what she said. <laughs> it's like you had your mouth open and you were looking in the sky. And I was like, yeah, I was trying to talk and think at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
Rough crowd, man. Yeah. Right? Jen's That's love. That's love right there. When she can say, man, you look stupid. And you come back, that's love. Ready as I'll ever be. Oh. I was born ready, bitch. <laughs> Creep. Have another one, Kyle. Uh, I haven't even started haven't even yet. started. Maybe you should get started. Yeah, We're about to have fun fly Eric on this bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> they put an airplane toboggan on its head. It has a little airplane embroidered on the front. He was like, yes, what, the like fuck? what the fuck? <laughs> you might as well punch Scott right in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is like, that is not hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, Scott will not be on because he just had a baby. Well, his mm-hmm. wife had a baby. Yes. Scott didn't have shit Let's to do go. with it. He got to do the fun part. <laughs> he didn't push it out. <laughs> he might have caught it. He was probably watching <laughs> helicopter videos. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great, honey. You're doing great. I, I hope he marked it when it came out. Otherwise, he doesn't know whose kid it is. Nice. <laughs> the office reference. Good. Yeah, good you go. Ah, boy, it sure is hard to come up with our weeks when you don't do dick all the time. Mm. Mm. I try not to do dick, but, you know. That's what she said. <laughs> no, Nobody? Damn. <laughs> Tough crowd. Like good vodka, you're okay with that 99 cent shit? Man, it don't matter. Once you dump some cran grape in it, it could be rubbing yeah. alcohol. Yeah, best, best <laughs> It doesn't matter. I got my crack fixed in my window finally. I, I can see clearly now the crack is gone. Um, <laughs> I safe light repaired and safe light replaced today. I can finally look out my fucking front windshield. Right on. It's not even, you say land missile. It's not on the land, it's in the air. <laughs> you guys are driving on land. Oh, shit. Yeah, we are. It's gotta take off land. This doesn't just hover. Yeah. Yes, it does. Never. That was it great. burns around. That's the best I could do. You you did well. Thank you so much. <laughs>